How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and today we're going to be talking about pronouns. Should Christians be using pronouns? Uh, first, I want to thank you for listening. Guys, we are, I don't even know what we're at now. I know we're closing in on 200,000 streams. We're getting close. We're at 170, it's refreshing. I'm going to guess 175. Yep, we are at 175,000 streams. We're 25,000 away. Uh, that's less than a month. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Uh, there are 4,900 uh, new followers on Spotify. That is so incredible. So thank you guys. And listen, we are still looking for some partners. If you don't know, I'm a missionary. I'm fully uh, funded and supported by donors. And we need 73 more partners. We got one more uh, this morning. We need 73 more that are willing to uh, to give a dollar a day towards our ministry. That's $30 a month. And we've got so much coming up. Travel and want to hire a videographer. I'm talking to a guy uh, overseas right now who's interested. And he's got a really good-looking uh, portfolio. And so if you want to help us out, uh, you can go to shanewinnings.com. Just click give. And then send me a DM on Instagram because I would love to include you on the monthly donor Zoom. So be a part of our team join us on the zoom we'll get to talk to you a little bit and hopefully we'll see you at a meeting at some point i'm getting ready to be up in washington state two different times uh, so check out my website you can see my calendar on there let's get into this should christians be using pronouns my short answer is going to be absolutely not not even uh you know your your actual pronouns you're a biological man he him you're a biological female, she, her. I would not ever use any pronouns. Why? Because the use of pronouns has made its way into our lives as a form of saying, this is what I identify as. It's not a, it's not a harmless thing. You know, like when you're teaching a, a young child. Okay, you know. This is what a pronoun is, because a pronoun uh, is more than just he and him and they and them and all that stuff. You know, um, I, you, he, she, we, they, it, right? It's, it's more than just teaching a child, hey, a boy is a he, or you can call him a him. You know, a girl is a she and a her. That's not what this is. This is not innocent. This is an agenda. This is, this is promoting and violently advancing. And I say violently because um, look at what happens to people who don't play the game. That's why I say violently. I don't mean physically violently. I mean the, the, the manner and the method at which this movement is being pushed is violent. And it's extreme and it's, it's strong. 
and we have to come against it. And so I want to give biblical uh, advice to people who are like, you know, I believe I've got followers who are genuine, they're pure hearted and they're, and they might just be like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I should do. Well, I want to tell you right now, do not bend to culture. Do not play the game. This is not something innocent. This is an agenda. And again, it, it is to uh, publicly declare, hey, this is what I identify as. And it's because people believe that they can identify as whatever they want. And of course you can, but anyone with common sense would tell you that you have a mental issue. You have some sort of mental um, disorder or um, you're going through a mental health crisis. And that stuff is not something uh, to joke about. I believe that these people are sincerely and genuinely very sick in their mind. And they need um, help. They need deliverance. They need salvation. Uh, They need healing. They need freedom. It's not something to make fun of or poke fun at. These people are actually sick in their mind. Because I'll tell you that when I was growing up, if an adult told me, hey, I I identify as a kitty cat and I like to walk around on my hands and knees and I pee in a litter box and I eat out of a cat bowl, I would say, dad, something is wrong with that man or that woman. They need help. But now this is common practice. I've seen videos of people identifying as uh, they as a zeer, whatever the heck that is. I've seen a video where um, a, a person, I don't even know their gender, but they said that their pronouns are demon. They had demon pronouns. You can have any pronouns you want. But as a Christian, you do not have pronouns. You have an identity that was given to you by God You were made in his image and you have a specific DNA for your body that you will keep for your duration on this earth. When you die, if you are born again, you'll receive a glorified body. And if you're not born again, this body will, it's a tent, it's, it's temporary and you're going to leave this body behind and your soul will be tormented forever in a lake of fire. And that is why we preach the gospel so um, unapologetically is because it's the only thing that can save the human soul. And this is something we need to be concerned with as Christians because all of these movements are catering to flesh. They're catering to the human experience, which is temporal. It's not eternal. And you as a Christian and I cannot afford to get caught up in a temporal fight. We have to keep our eyes fixed on the eternal. And I'm telling you that God does not identify himself by pronouns. In fact, Jesus is the one who said before Abraham was, I am. Before Abraham was, I am. (laughs) God is making a statement. What is the statement that you're making? What do you think that the statement is? Maybe you're on the fence and you're saying, well, you know, I just want to, I, I want to identify as my proper pronoun. I'm not, I don't want to play their game, but you know, I'm being pressured into putting pronouns in my bio or blah, blah, blah. 
anytime I look at someone's bio on social media and they have pronouns, I already know where they stand most likely on most issues. And you reveal what you believe in by the practices that you follow. And I'm telling you that this is not one that you want to be a part of. You don't want to be a Christian caught up in a culture war. Caught up in the agenda of the, the trans and the LGBTQ and IAX347Z, the letter B, the number Q. You don't want to be a part of that group, which is responsible for the decay of this country. And this agenda of pronouns, it's... I try to say this lovingly, but you can't have a pronoun if you're a Christian. You don't. You've already been identified at birth by God. When you're born, the doctor, well, they used to. I don't know if they do anymore, but they'll look at you and they'll do an ultrasound and they'll say, you see that? That's a little penis right there. That's You're going to have a baby boy. Or you see that? That's, that's a baby girl. You've been identified. And it's because God made you that way. And you don't have the right to identify yourself. You didn't make yourself. God made you. This life is, it's a loan. It's not even a gift because a gift is something that's just one way and there's no consequence to it. There's no anything. This life is not a gift. It's a loan. And Jesus made that clear when he was speaking in parables and he gave the parable of the talents. You know, some got five talents some got two, and uh, one person got one. And he's expressing what the, the, the kingdom system is like. You see, this life is a talent. It's a, it's a coin. This life is, is currency. And whatever you do with it, it matters. If you just go and you do nothing with your life and you bury it and you keep it, try to maintain it for yourself, you're going to lose it. But Jesus makes it clear that if you lose your life for his sake, if you lay it down, if you if you take a risk, take a leap of faith in his name, you're going to find true life. This life is not a gift. It's not a one-way thing. It is a loan. And if you know anything about loans, loans have to be paid back. And so when you get loaned this life, you can live it up for yourself as if there's going to be no payment. And when payment day comes, you're going to come up short. And there is an eternal consequence for that. Now, if you're loaned this life and you lose it all for Jesus' sake, he comes and he pays your debt. Because you are born in debt because this life is a loan. And when you receive a loan, you're instantly in debt. Jesus comes and he pays your debt. He wipes it out entirely. And when the Father looks at you, he does not see your debt because it has been paid. Are you understanding what I'm saying and why I'm saying this? If your life is on loan, then you would fear the one who loaned it to you. 
If you think life is a gift, then you'll do whatever you want. You'll you'll say whatever you want. You'll worship yourself. You'll live for yourself because, hey, life is a gift. You only get one chance. No. There is a life after this. And the way that you steward this life greatly and directly impacts the next life, the afterlife. Are you prepared for the afterlife? Are you prepared to spend eternity with God? Or are you not even considering God? Because I'm telling you that whether you believe or not, the afterlife is coming. We are all heading that direction. We're all heading to hell. We're all born heading to hell. And it is only through Christ Jesus that we can be saved. And now there are those of us who have put our faith, hope, and trust in him. And the Bible says that while we were all born heading to hell, there are those of us who have been born again. We have been made brand new. The old has died. We have been made a new creation. We have been placed on the narrow path that leads through a narrow gate called life. And the Bible says that few will find it. Why am I getting into all this? Because there are people who don't believe this. And this life is all that they get. Because they don't believe in an afterlife or they're not interested in the one that Jesus presents. And so they say, well, this life is all I get, so I'm going to live it up and I'm going to do it my way. And when you begin to live selfishly and pridefully, deception is running rampant. All of a sudden, common sense is out the window because you can justify just about anything. And if you've got some influence, if you're known, you can get a lot of people to go along with you. And the next thing you know, there is a global movement to identify yourself, something that we never dealt with before. And all of a sudden, in the last year or two, it is smashed into our faces, and we have to deal with it now. And it is people who think that they have the right over their own lives before a holy God to change their very identity that was given to them by that holy God. Think about this for a second. Really, the God of the universe who created everything, the sun, the moon, the earth, the stars, all the planets, he hung the stars in the sky, the mountains came to be, the waters, I mean, everything. Like, like you, you, can't, you can go outside and take some dirt and you can make a, a, a little mound but you're still using someone else's dirt. God created mountains. He created earth and humans. And you think of just how intricate the human hand is and all the bones and everything. I mean, he created it. He didn't assemble it from pre-created parts from someone else. He's the creator, and he made us. In Genesis shows, male and female he created them. That's it. That is what God created. And so now we have created beings who look back at a creator and say, I am not happy with who I am. I want to be someone else. And I have the power over my own life. And I am going to change 
my gender. Not only am I going to make people call me a different gender or different uh, titles, meaning pronouns, I'm also going to engage in hormone therapy or puberty blockers. I'm also going to um, cut myself up and mutilate my own body so that I can make myself into the image of another, even though God made me in his image. Think of the pride and also the great depth of deception that is taking place in the lives of these people. And you wonder, should I use pronouns? And this is the heart of that entire agenda. I can be whatever I want. I don't care about God or who he made me to be. Some people will even twist it and say, God actually meant for me to be this. So somewhere along the line, he messed it up. God actually meant for me to be a girl. I'm a guy. So I'm going to go ahead and get myself a little surgery and take some medication. And next thing you know, I'll be something of a girl. Even though those who get these things performed, they will never be the gender that they desire to be. And they don't want to tell you about the suicide rate and the anxiety and depression rate of those who do get these surgeries. They don't want to tell you about even teens, uh, the majority of which, and I mean the overwhelming majority, I think it's over 90% of these kids, the issues work themselves out in a couple of years. They're just confused. There's so many kids who got these surgeries and they're now weeping online. They're weeping and they're saying, I wish someone would just would have told me to wait. I can never undo what I've done. And it all began from a demonic idea that you can determine your own identity. You can change it. Doesn't matter about a holy God. You can do whatever you want. I'm telling you, you want no part of this thing. If you have pronouns in your bio, get them out. Even if it's your biological pronouns, get them out of there. You don't need them in there. Because you are playing into the idea that you get to decide what your pronouns are. And at the time, right now, you're going along with your biological pronoun. No, I'm not playing that game whatsoever. I don't have pronouns. I'm, I'm a man. I was born a male, and I'm going to die a male. Why? Because God made me that way. And I'm married to a female, and my son is a male. And he's going to be a male. And I'm going to raise him to be a male. And if he ever gets an idea of, hey, I wonder if I could ever be a girl, I'll tell him, no, son, that's not possible. God made you a, a young man, and that's exactly who you were meant to be. God doesn't make any mistakes. You're amazing. And I'll just constantly affirm him and who he is. And you know what? Kids get wild ideas. Kids want to be dinosaurs. Kids want to be this. Kids want to play that. Their kids, their brains are not even fully developed. Should we let these these kids identify themselves and then take medication and encourage that and then eventually get a surgery? That is child abuse. We have to take a stand here. We have to speak out against this stuff. And the first thing we do is we don't play along. And the other thing we do is we don't call people by their pronouns. You just call them what they are. I'm not going to play your game. I'm not going to call you a they, them. I'm not going to call you a whatever. If I'm looking at a girl, I'm going to say ma'am. If I'm looking at a guy, I'm going to say sir or dude or whatever. 
because that's what the truth is. I don't care what your facts are. I care about the truth. And so I'm going to live in truth and I'm not going to play in a fantasy world. I just will have no part of it. And if you're nervous about that, I just want to encourage you, get alone with the Lord, get in prayer, ask him to help you have the strength to not cave and not bend into people's games. Even if it's your own family, you can just tell him, hey, listen, I love you so much. I know that you're, you know, navigating this whole thing right now with your identity and your gender and all that. I just want you to know I am not going to have any part of that. You are free to do as you please. But I have always known you as a man. And so I'm just going to continue to call you that. Or I'll call you by your, your, your given name at birth. Your given gender at birth. I'm just, I, I have no disrespect to you, but I am not going to get caught up in, in this whole thing. And if people can't understand that, hey, I don't know what to tell you. But I'm not going to be drug along on some game of people living in a fantasy world and you got to call me this and that and now I'm this and now I'm that. No, I'm not going to do that. I love you too much to sell you a lie. Look, even when I was a cop, they told us when you're dealing with mentally ill patients or, or, or you know, not patients, but um, subjects, you know, say you get called to a house because of a, a disturbance and the parents call and they're like, my kid is out of control. He's got mental health issues, like whatever. One thing you don't do is play along with their uh, hallucinations or their whatever, because they'll see stuff. And I believe it's totally demonic, but they'll say, Hey, you know, there's a, there's a guy over there in the corner and you'll look and there's no one there. And you don't go, yeah, yeah, there sure is. Yeah, whatever. You know, you don't do that. You say, Hey, I'm sure that you really believe that there's someone over there, but I just want to let you know that there isn't anyone over there. Or they'll say, hey, I can't step on the grass because, you know, it's going to turn into lava or something. I'm telling you, we've heard some crazy stuff. I mean, there's people that are going through real mental health stuff. Do not affirm them in their delusion. You just say, hey, I, I, I am sure that you believe if you step on the grass, it's lava. But I just want to tell you, I promise you that that's just grass and nothing's going to happen to you. No, 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 that's really lava. Okay, I'm just letting you know it's not. It's really not. You don't play into their lie. They teach you that as a police officer and that's what good cops should do. Guess what? As people, we do the same thing. When, when people are walking around in delusion and all this stuff, hey, I, I'm sure that you feel like you're this way, but I'm looking at you, you're a man. You were born as a man and I'm going to do, I had to do that when I was a cop and this stuff wasn't even really uh, trending yet, you know, cause it's just another trend. It's just another fad. It's not going to last, but I arrested someone who was uh, a man and I could tell that they were trying to be a girl and I, I asked for their license and it said male on there and I'm like, all right, sir, you know, I'm going to take you to jail. Oh, it's miss or it's ma'am. And I said, hey, listen, um, you're, you're a man. Your ID says you're a man. And so I'm going to identify you and I am going to address you the same way that the state of Washington would address you. You are a biological male. And so I'm going to call you sir. I don't feel comfortable, you know, playing a game and, and saying all these other things. No disrespect to you, but I'm going to call you sir. Well, I'm transitioning to be a female, so I would appreciate it if you call me. I would say, hey, I understand you're going through all that. Listen, 
you're sir to me, okay? Not going to play the game. And they can hate you, they can, they can disagree with you, but they have to respect it. Even if they don't respect it, I'm telling you, people respect when you won't bend. They can call you all kinds of names, they can say whatever, but on the inside, I'm telling you, people respect people who keep it real. And so I'm going to leave it on that. Christians, you shouldn't be having pronouns. Honestly, uh, this this could be for unbelievers too. I you shouldn't play the game because you give they get you give an inch, they're going to take a mile. They get everyone on the pronoun train. What's next? You know, everyone's got to wear a ribbon to support trans lives or something like it's it's just going to keep going if we allow it. So we just put our foot down. We say no, we're not going to do that. No hard feelings. I love you as a person. I respect you as a person. Um, I could tell you're going through some really hard stuff with your identity and your gender fluidity and all that. And you know what? I'm not judging you on that, but I, I'm respectfully not going to play the game. Okay? Because I am not going through a mental health crisis. I am not confused about my gender. And I'm also not confused about other people's genders. So respectfully, I'm going to call it as it is. Um... And if you live in a place where that's becoming criminal, oh boy, um, I don't even know. I would have to really pray about what advice to give you there because that is hard. I w- honestly, I would probably go to jail uh, for telling the truth. I would not lie to keep myself out of jail because if you bend there, where else are you going to bend? So I say wherever you live and whatever you're facing, just stick with the truth because God can advocate for you if you're telling the truth. But God cannot defend you if you're lying or if you're pretending. God can always stick up for you if you're telling the truth. Amen? Hey, listen, thanks for listening, guys. Hope this cleared something up. Some of this was just me processing with you guys out loud. But we are living in some trying times, and I hope to provide just a little bit of clarity. That's why I like to kind of, you know, this. I don't have a script for this. This is just raw. This is if you were to ask me a question over coffee or something— or I was addressing, you know, a group of young men and women or something, this is the advice I would give. And I really hope it helps just bring a little bit of clarity to these these times that we're in. If it did, share it, send it to some friends and family, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening.